Welcome to the podcast of Fairmount Presbyterian Church in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, where we feature our worship sermons. Listen again to past sermons from home, when you are traveling, or wherever you are. Listen in if you need a moment of reflection, inspiration, and love. Well, we've been on an exciting journey so far this fall, haven't we? (laughs) We started in Babylon, and we traveled with Nehemiah all the way to Jerusalem to rebuild the city walls, and we thought about how we can be more present to God. And then we followed uh, Daniel and his friends into a furnace and a lion's den, and we thought about how we can be more present to God. And today we start to learn from Isaiah about what it means to be more present to our community outside of these walls, our neighbors. And we begin in Isaiah 6 with Isaiah admitting to God that the Israelites have been naughty. So let's talk about what it means to be naughty. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, Santa, what are you doing? I'm making a list and checking it twice. You're going to find out who's naughty or nice? That's right. Uh, great, but Santa, it's, it's not even Advent yet. It's, it's seven hey, I... weeks until Christmas. Don't you think you're here a little early? Well, I heard you say that someone had been naughty. And I thought I'd better come down from the North Pole and check things. Because you know what people who are naughty get for Christmas. Yeah, yes, yes, we know naughty people get coal, but I wasn't talking about these people being naughty, Santa. We, we were talking about the ancient Israelites, like 2,500 years ago. We're reading Ooh. Isaiah. Huh. Oh, phew. I just hate handing out coal. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you do, because when you give coal, it's not a good thing. But if you just let me finish the sermon, uh, I'd show you how coal can actually be a good gift sometimes, too. Oh, I'm curious now. I love learning about God. Sometimes people uh, get things a bit confused. They think uh, Christmas is all about me, but it's really all about God. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Santa, but maybe we could save that sermon for another day. (laughs) Sure thing. Let me sit down so I can listen to this whole thing about how coal is a good thing. All right, well, uh, while Santa finds his seat, um, I've got something to show all the, the kids who are here with us this morning. I did get you a little Christmas gift, and I, I was planning to wait until Christmas, but since Santa's already here, I, I guess we might as well go ahead and give uh, you your Christmas gifts. Um, so the, some of our youth are coming around to hand out. We've got some kids over here, too. They're going to come hand out the Christmas gifts. We'll wait for everybody. Don't open it yet, Okay. Don't open it yet. Somebody come over this way. We're going to all open them together, okay? Santa's just going to come sit and listen. I've got a thing or two to teach you, Santa. 
Raise your hand if you still need one. Anybody? Right here, right up here for Charlotte and Allie and Evan right here. Okay, does everybody have one? Okay, on the count of three, we're going to open them together. Ready? One, two, three. Open. (laughs) What is it? A lump of coal. Relax, Santa. Sit down. We know, hey, kids, Nicole is not from Santa. It's from me, okay? So why did I get you a lump of coal? Well, it's not because you're naughty. Even though none of us is perfect, I actually think you're pretty good kids. So I got you coal for a different reason, and I think there are some clues about it in our story from Isaiah today. So as we talk about this story together, I want you to hold that lump of coal in your hands and see if you can listen and figure out why I gave it to you. Remember, before Santa showed up and interrupted everything, uh, I was talking about how Isaiah starts this story by admitting to God that the Israelites have been kind of naughty. God gave the Israelites a set of commandments that basically told them to do two things, to love God and to love their neighbors. The Israelites hadn't done a very good job of following those instructions from God, and now Isaiah is having a vision, a dream, where he's sitting before the throne of God and these angels are flying all around and Isaiah cries out, I'm a man with unclean lips and I live among a people with unclean lips. Unclean lips. What do you think that means, I wonder? Is that like, like he was eating like something messy like a chocolate ice cream cone and it was all over his face? No. It's a figure of speech, Right? It means that Isaiah and the Israelites had, when he says they had unclean lips, it means that they haven't followed those instructions from God to love the way God wants them to. And you know what? Neither have we. That's why we confess our sin together in church every Sunday, to admit that we haven't loved God and each other in the, in the ways that God wants us to. And so we admit that and we ask for God's forgiveness And we're sent out to go ask forgiveness from our neighbors too. Because actually, I think that the practice of confessing our sin has less to do with pleasing God and more to do with changing our relationships with our neighbors. Because when we confess our sin, it makes us think about how we've hurt others. Our friends or our family, our neighbors near and far, our colleagues, our classmates, even strangers. So, I wonder if you'll be like Isaiah with me, and together we can confess our sin. It's the prayer that's printed in your bulletin under the confession of sin. And we're going to pray that together just like Isaiah did. So, please join me as we pray together saying, God, we're so sorry You asked us to feed our hungry neighbors, but we waste lots of food. You want us to know and love people who are different from us, but we spend most of our time 
with people who are mostly like us. You call us to show up for people who are lonely or hurting, but we're too busy with our own lives to notice them. God, you told us to love our neighbors. We have a lot of room to improve. Forgive us for all the ways we haven't loved them and help us to do better this week. Amen. In our worship service, we always have another part that follows our confession. Does anybody remember what that's called? We, not the sermon. The assurance of forgiveness. The assurance of forgiveness. They're words to help us remember that even though we haven't loved God and our neighbors like we've been called to, God forgives us and God still loves us. So today I want to do something a little different for our assurance of forgiveness. I want to use Isaiah's story. You remember what happened in Isaiah's vision right after he confessed the Israelite sin? One of the angels flew down to Isaiah and was holding what? A lump of coal. Holding a lump of coal. And the angel touched it to Isaiah's lips and offered him an assurance of forgiveness. So if you have a lump of coal, I want you to take it and gently touch it to your lips. And if you don't have one and you'd like, you can just put your fingers on your lips. And I invite you to close your eyes for a moment and imagine God speaking these words to you. See, this coal has touched your lips. Your guilt has departed and your sin is removed. Amen. The lump of coal I gave you kids isn't to tell you that you're naughty. It's to help you remember this story, this part of Isaiah's story, and to remind you that even though you don't always love God and your neighbor the way that you should, God still loves you, and God forgives you. And it's also a reminder of what God calls us to do next. Confessing our sin is just the first step. We start by saying sorry to God and our neighbors for the ways that we've hurt them because part of being present to our neighbors is going out and admitting that we haven't loved them. But it's not all it takes to be present to them. At the end of Isaiah's story today, God asks, Who should I send? Who should I send to go out into the world and tell them my message to turn away from sin and separation and turn towards love and justice? And what does Isaiah say? Here I am, Lord. Send me. I'm here. So next Sunday, we'll talk more about what comes after we say sorry, about how we can say, here I am, Lord. Send me so that we can be sent out by God into our community to repair broken relationships and to love our neighbors by doing justice. Amen. We thank you for listening to a worship episode from Fairmount Presbyterian Church. Revisit this podcast site weekly for new worship episodes. Have a beautiful and blessed day.